this year did quite a few different things for me. It was a lot different than I expected. Also, thankfully, very much in alignment with what I had projected for my mental. And I think we have an idea about where we want that trajectory to be. And then there are the realities and the realistic ways that that trajectory lines out based on the strategy and the follow through that strategy. So let's go ahead and talk about it. I titled this episode chapters. Twenty twenty two had a lot of different layers to it for me. The first one that is the most prominent was my friend PJ died. I did a podcast with him not too long ago. He's my friend Jenny. There's Jenny and Carmen. <laughs> I have known him since two thousand and five, and he died in June of this year. What was so special about this particular year in my friendship with him was our rekindling of our friendship on New Year's of last year. And as we get closer to that, I just think of how he begged me not to like stop talking to him again because he just couldn't ever imagine me not talking to him. And um, the month before he died, I was really going through a lot of things. The the few months before he died, actually, and I was isolating like a lot, and I had kind of thrown a lot of distance at everyone. And so, as you can imagine, when he died, I just felt so like heavy because I never wanted him to feel alone. I never wanted him to feel like I wasn't there, and I feel very much so like. You know, I failed. I fell off with my duties when it came to that friendship this year. So right off the bat, that's a chapter, right? It's this long-standing friendship of mine that I was so excited and eager to share, and had podcasted with, and was really looking forward to podcasting with again. But also had put it off and hadn't been as open and expressive and communicative as I could have been. And everything happens the way it's supposed to, so it's neither here nor there. But it's important to acknowledge chapters for what they are. It's important to hold yourself accountable for the spaces where you really do need to take a look at how much empathy you apply to a situation, or at how you're going to feel when you realize that you could have applied empathy and you didn't, in circumstances that are still out of your control. But you'll have a reflection of self. And a reflection of one's actions, either way. So that was a pretty big transition for me this year, in terms of my character, in terms of my focus, and also in terms of my own kind of selfish recognition. The next big chapter change for me this year was. Taking more of those twenty-year, ten-year, twelve-year friendships, and evaluating exactly how much energy I can extend in certain circumstances, and realizing so many of those relationships really showed me how the communication has not evolved. 
So I had to analyze them as NPC characters in my game of life, which to me is just an easy way of putting them in a certain space of saying, okay, that's a capacity relationship that will never change the dialect, the layout, like it's a mission I've already completed 16 fucking times and I just cannot get over that mission. So I want to keep going back and trying to see if there's more to add to the mission, but it never changes. So I have to know that I'm also stifling their growth because in the same capacity, they're not letting go of me, who is some old school fucking NPC side mission from a hundred chapters ago. So this year really gave me the strength to say, okay, ex-boyfriend from when I was 19, who's like always told me he was in love with me, but fucking tried to gaslight me into funding his ability to do anything for me. Like, what the fuck? No, thank you. Right? Like I can finally identify why certain feelings come into play because my spirit is not resonating with what needs to be accomplished here. And I think that's the hardest part is recognizing, right, that some things are really like, it's over with, it's next lifetime shit. I will see you in a different form. That has never sat well with me. That has always been something I've struggled with. Like, I don't need to let people go. I don't need to say goodbye to people. I need to be close and keep everyone close. And the reality is we change, we grow in different ways. And if the situation doesn't change and grow and evolve with us in divine ways, then it's stifling, it's draining, it's not adding anything new. Sometimes it's not necessarily taking away, I guess, fast, but maybe it's also not adding fast. So there's a balance to find there with realizing is something adding to my life fast or slow, or is it taking away from my life fast or slow? And everything is essentially doing both. So we can have that argument too, but we need to figure out what the predominant thing is for each thing so that we're really finding a good balance with what we keep in our circle because it doesn't benefit the other individual to stay in a situation where you're not really getting anything out of it for one another. And you'll know that by how much it's actually changed, grown, evolved, if it means anything new if it still has the same spark and energy, some things have a really beautiful nostalgia that just continues to play out. And there is nothing wrong with that. It's really about understanding what is evolving in those chapters and what is okay to say, okay, well, I think this is over now. (laughs) I think the chapter on this is closed. So this actually happened with a couple of different men in my life that I have been friends with for quite some time at this point. And I have to be okay with saying those male friendships that I thought were friendships actually were something else entirely. And I had no fucking idea, but now that I know I'm certainly not sitting on this anymore. These are chapters that have to change in ways that are meaningful for us all spiritually. So, all right, you know, it is what it is. With this year also came another situationship that felt like a revolving door. Like, oh, you did it again. How did you get back in the fucking house? Oh, yeah, I left the door open because I knew you would come back and I like wanted you to come back. So I like left the door open. <sighs> 
So this year has also become recognizing how situationships that have very deep rooted impacts on the psyche, if not properly contained, will impact deeper aspects of life in bigger ways, right? So this particular situationship is about four years old and it is the forbidden love that I had when my son's dad and I broke up and I decided to catch feelings for someone that is an ex of a friend. And the ex and the friend had been split up for about the same amount of time as me and my son's dad. So the situationship that took place here was completely mutual, but the person who took the fall for it being complicated and emotional was me. So instead of it being publicly mutual, it just looked like it was just me. And then this year at a event, the party and I managed to bump into each other and it became authentic and more outwardly that the energy existed as it existed among the friend group, right? This is four years now since this situation between the friend and the ex ended and everyone is cool water under the bridge on that situation but the energy that took place between us and the air quotes fall that I took four years ago still hasn't stopped fucking with me you know because it was me who took the hit on it in a lot of different ways and I am slowly emotionally and spiritually recovering and haven't all the way because there are certain spaces where one has to recognize that if you've just been untruthful, you just have been untruthful. So you have to live with that until the time comes to be able to either own that and deal with it, or you just have to keep living with it. Because <laughs> if it's yours to, to carry, it's yours. So when this little hangout session takes place and it becomes obvious that the energy still exists between this party and I, it is as if the same exact thing that I have had happen to me at least two or three other times over the course of the four years. I just dive right back into knowing damn well this is what's going to happen to me again, which is basically a day and a half of someone's energy and then two years of waiting to actually be acknowledged by them again. And this year I decided I'm done. It's a, uh, I'm a really solid individual for this individual. And I proved that this year, very much so. And I didn't need to prove that to anyone else but myself, realistically. But I'm acknowledging and coming to grips with the fact that that is a also next lifetime situation. I have to really just acknowledge that that's not for me in this lifetime. And I didn't realize that would be a challenging thing for me to get through. <laughs> I thought I was actually over that, but every time it's ever came around, I have struggled not to fall back into it. So I have finally gotten to the space where I have done everything I needed to do to block contact in as many ways as I can in order to just respect what has been acknowledged to me by this person as this is what it is. And I don't want to feel less than 
in any situation, not a friendship, not a situationship. I don't want to feel less than in any one of those given situations. So realizing and officially like going through the motions of cutting cords from a situation that for some reason is just instantly so deep was a huge shift. And I don't, I don't presume to be all the way past those cords in that sense. I just recognize I have stepped way further into realizing what needs to be done in order to preserve my spiritual well-being and to respect the energy of the situation as is. And that is a complicated thing to do. That's a chapter that I don't think anyone wants to close, but when it hurts the way that it does, I'm good. I have to be, I have to be on with my life. This year, to go with a theme of new chapter, I was able to make a new friend out of an old friend which I find to be fascinating. This individual is such a unique reflection of my being. And I have said this in a couple of capacities. There's a handful of people in my life that I think are genuine reflections of my being, which is why knowing them and understanding them has been such a interesting, pivotal spiritual process for me. This new chapter with this individual kind of came out of nowhere. I felt prompted to reach out and I did. And there's been a pretty consistent form of touchback here and there, communication. And it's nice to be able to reflect and laugh and also make amends. I have said things and been hurtful and, and now officially cried to this individual about ways that I really misunderstood them. And so because I misunderstood them, when other people were not happy with them, I was happy to jump on the bandwagon because there were plenty of things that I could complain about without actually knowing a person. And that was very immature of me. And so I've cried quite a few times about how different it is to be received by someone who you didn't deserve or really accept that you could be received by because you didn't think you needed it and how the redeeming qualities of someone listening to you talk about the hurtful things you said because they're trying to build with you and being able to really accept and acknowledge and build with you from a place that's authentic like it's okay I understand why that happened I understand why you're in that place and I'm gonna be okay to like move forward and trust That to me just, it makes me want to cry even thinking about it because I've cried over it quite a few times. It's a genuine form of love and trust and bond. And I think that's a unique place to be. And it certainly doesn't come without complication. It certainly doesn't come without certain aspects of it that are also complicated politics as it pertains to friend groups and, you know, people in your life that you feel like you have a moral obligation to. And then there's this other aspect of you that recognizes that people come into your life for exactly the purpose they come into your life and you get to figure out 
how and where to maintain integrity in all those relationships. What a fun, unique, introspective and intriguing way to look at things. It's exciting. It's a little scary and it's very exciting. I think that it's really important for me to give credit to an ex of mine who I feel like is just fun and fascinating and I never bring her up but if you listen to my Love Lies series I discuss a dude that I was friends with and then a chick that he was dating that I ended up knowing from like high school she doesn't remember but I do and then it kind of came a thing for 2.5 seconds because it wasn't really like a thing it was just like a hey thing (laughs) anyway her that girl I never lend too much credit to all the things I learn in that chapter and that relationship as it is. And I don't think that it's completely closed, but it's never ever completely open either. It's this weird space in and of its space. But she is such a unique person and I'm even bringing her up because I hope she listens to this to some capacity so that I really can lend some level of gratitude and credence to the ways that I learn when I'm building with women like she gives me a different aspect of myself and when I'm with her and I get to experience life just discussing things with her sometimes it's a fucking manic overload and then other times there's aspects of it of deep introspection from a aspect of self-expression that sometimes can only be reached when a counteractive force is present so sometimes in order to be magnetized in a certain way you need the proper magnet to be present in sometimes to be an artist that paints a masterpiece you need a muse so she really lends this energy to me which is very unique and fun and it also is like a mirror to me sometimes it drives me fucking crazy so I think she's amazing, but I also understand like why and where and what the outline is for the connection and the bond and the karmic relationship that we have. It's a whole situation. I hope she hears this because she matters and she's like, you've never brought me up in a way that was like meaningful. (laughs) And I think what's more fitting than this like chapters episode, because I think her and I are finally at a space where we recognize like what our friendship is and kind of where it has to stand. And it may very well be a next lifetime situation, but either way. I love the way that the world and individuals in my world and if I wasn't worried about their privacy I would discuss them more detailed but I love the way that certain interpersonal relationships really give me depth and perspective and introspection of myself just by being who they are I evaluate aspects of myself in contrast and in similarity And I think in certain aspects of that, there's 
plenty of ways that people go left and that gets toxic. But there is so many aspects of our own relatability that we can find when we start analyzing how we are similar to somebody and where our differences are that make us so beautiful and divine. Like when I think about the people that I've had to like say goodbye to, you know, it doesn't mean that I look at them and I don't see divine things. I look at all of them and see like amazing divine things. What I also see is the places where what I once fulfilled, I can never fulfill again. And as human beings, psychology is our somewhat of an outline of how we do programs. What I mean by psychology is paying attention to routines, paying attention to ways of thinking, paying attention to behavioral patterns, and working on those things for your human mental. If you work on your human mental, you can help get your body in a certain groove. Spirituality is a huge aspect of holistic growth so I don't think that you can just get mental or just get intellectual or even just get like exercise physical and nutritional and everything's all squared away I think spirituality figuring out what you believe in and practicing things according to the thing that you believe in that doesn't have to be God that can be atheism it's what do you believe in and what do you practice in accordance to what you believe in how are the laws of nature applying to you and how are you utilizing those laws to go with the flow as individuals we are both complementary and contrast to one another we are challenging one another and teaching one another at any given moment and i like walking the middle line of observation of those things as often as i can because it helps me feel connected to the divine Throughout the course of the last four to five years, I've done a couple of nutritional cleanses, which is whole 30, if you're wondering. And this year, I didn't whole 30, which was a disappointment to me for sure. But I did do a couple of different serious fasts. The most important one to me took place in April when I fasted for three days on bread and artesian well water for Easter. And that to me was a lot of interesting downloads and insight. Where I got taken after that was quite interesting as far as relationships and communication and stuff like that, which I've discussed on previous podcasts. But the fast itself was super monumental to spiritual growth and also to like will implementation. You know, each time that you can put yourself through something difficult that pushes you to have control of your will. For me, food is the best place to start that process because food tends to be one of the first places that I can see myself get a little out of hand if I'm just having a good time and not thinking about being more structured. So I didn't realize that about myself, that I had the ability to get addicted to food and to be that kind of um, mindset. I thought I was just... I just thought I was just eating like "Mm, everything's fine not really realizing that food can become a coping mechanism right so 
these cleanses, when you give yourself the ability to control your will as it pertains to what you eat, I perceive you realize how addicted you are to food. You are addicted to half of the crazy garbage that you do eat, which is why most people, you tell them about the cleanse and they're like, there's absolutely no way I could do that. But what is gained spiritually when you do these things is beyond any sort of thing that you could explain, which is probably why people who exercise and eat a certain way do the things that they do, right? Because there's like a level of a high that is kicked in when you can kick ass and discipline your will. So there needs to be moderation in the context that it's always important to kick back. You don't need to be so uptight all the time. But when it comes to nutrition and health, and setting little goals for yourself. And for me, setting intentions when I fast to accomplish goals, I find way, way, way more growth and process out of my own spirit, my own ability to reflect, my own ability to intuit, but also in my conviction. This year, I have very much started to break out of the shell of being what is perceived of me because I have chosen to put forth an aspect of, let me tone it down just a bit intellectually because it's going to frustrate people if I'm too over the top or if I'm too direct emotionally or intellectually. And when I don't do that and hold back, it stifles me. And I don't grow enough to say a spade is a fucking spade. It stifles me. Now, I don't need to be offensive. So there's a fine line, right? Of figuring out where to voice and say, well, this is what I think. This is just how I think. And being offensive. Sometimes I am going to be offensive, though. And I think that's also well within my right. Because sometimes you're just going to say shit and it's going to come off that way. And it is what it is. It's just an opinion. I'm just a person with a fucking opinion. Who cares? I have an asshole too. And I fart. Like, it stinks. You know? (laughs) People are who they are. Like, it's... I don't have a personal qualm with individuals necessarily. Unless they are triggered by what I say. And they bring that triggered shit to me. Because if I hit a chord, that's for you to figure out. Not for me to figure out. Like, you don't have to take my shit personal. Because I really don't mean it necessarily in a directed format. Sometimes I'll just say some shit that is a pretty general statement. But if it applies, because it's a generalized statement, it's offensive as shit. And I understand that. And sometimes it's just, I don't know. Maybe it just is what it is for you to think and reflect If something triggers you so bad, someone that you either don't know or someone that you do know, but you're like, oh my God, that's a strong belief that you hold. Like if that triggers you so fucking bad, that's a you think. That's not a them think. They might have said it and it might fuck you up, but like that's a you thing. And you got to process that. You can bring it to me. Like if my opinion is offensive and polarizing and you want to be like, hey, fuck you. Because, you know, people are going to do that. And I get that. But I do feel like it has to be okay to say, mm, I don't agree with that. I think that's bullshit. I think you look like you don't think for yourself when you do shit like this or like that. Mm-hmm.
So I feel like I'm closing a lot of chapters that say, hey, uh, please keep doing things. Just be smart and be kind and keep being awesome. Don't say anything that's like abrupt because, you know, it makes us uncomfortable. It makes us sad. And I'm like, I'm done trying to be for anybody else but the peace of God's divine body that is communion, which is all of us. This divine body in communion that is communion is us all. And I'm I'm trying to be for that. And I realize that maybe that's going to be frustrating for some people to hear because they don't believe that I could be for that and still be like rattling things. But no, you the truth is the truth. Somebody has to stand up for it and say it. Like, oh, I'm supposed to stand on the sidelines? No, 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 no. I don't think that God gave us a voice to just stand on the fucking sidelines and let dumb shit be dumb shit. It's okay for us to say, mm, I don't agree with that. And I think you're not thinking for yourself. And you don't have to agree with me. That's also okay. That has to be okay. That if you're like, I don't fucking agree with that. Okay, great. You don't have to agree with that. Let's agree to disagree. I'm going to go this way. You go that way. Because otherwise, what is it? The Zax is a North going Zax. And I'm a South going Zax. And I'm going to fucking stand here. The whole world just keeps going on. I'm going to stand here because I'm going South and you're going North and you're in my way and I'm not going to move. Like, yo, we have to do better. (laughs) We have to expand a little bit further. I know that everyone's like, oh, it just always repeats itself. It's just going to repeat itself. It is a cycle. Absolutely. Hopefully it's an evolutionary cycle. So hopefully we make better choices. We just keep making better choices. And the chapters keep moving like that. Where it's like, oh, yeah, we made some mistakes. Ooh, we didn't think about that. But we're just going to keep making better choices. We're working on it. I trust that, you know, God will give me what I need to see. Prompts that I need to know to be aware. And I also trust that by being on a path to harmonize the frequency that is this communion, that there will be the ways made open made way if you will so stick with it you know hang in there thanks for listening thanks for being here let's go ahead and get into closing thoughts of the episode I would like to say thank you to those of you who have listened to my podcast all of these years and those of you who continue to reach out to me and support me in different avenues of my social medias. It means a lot to me to know that there are others out there who genuinely feel and receive my energy and appreciate what I'm trying to do in the world. I realize that I have been so hit and miss this year in so many directions that I did not expect when it came to how I was going to do this and what I was going to do. And I want to go with the flow. Let's see where this all takes us. Let's get into it from fun aspects. So closed is the chapter where we are like, this is the direction it's going. That's the direction it's going. Let's just be within each episode as they are. We'll see how they flow. And with that, I want to thank you for being with me today, for listening to this podcast, for being here this year. Let's look forward to how 2023, 2024, and all the years beyond are going to pan out. Let's make the most of each day. 
And I would like to wish you all the best through the solstice and the rest of the holidays. Peace.